hi, this is Mistress Katia, and this Mastercast is for adults over 18 and kinky individuals over 18. So if you're under 18, get the hell out of here. If you'd like to support the show, please go to Mastercast.com and donate. Press the donate button. You should do it. Do it. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another Mastercast. Got so much to talk about this episode, so... Uh, I'll just get right to it. First off, this episode is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Visit EdenFantasies.com to browse their extensive library of personal toys, bondage gear, sexual health products, and much, much more. Also, you'll find product reviews from orgasm seekers just like you. Take a look at their free sex-positive magazine, Sexes Magazine, for stories and advice from your favorite sex bloggers, some of whom who have been on the Massacast. Enter EFCast upon checkout to get 20% off your order. And don't forget, you can share your experiences and reviews of their products at EdenFantasies.com. Also, I've got another two free tickets to go to the Lifestyle Relationship Workshops that are going on. There's two left. Uh, as of this broadcast, there are two left. There's uh, one on October 23rd called Not Just Roses, Tools for Successful Problem Resolution. And uh, another one, the big one, Panel Discussion on October 30th. These are all at the LBGT Center right here in New York City. You can find it in the uh, events section of FetLife. You can also uh, email me if you want more details. But if you'd like free tickets, a pair of free tickets to go to one of those two events, email me, massacast at gmail.com, and you can have it. I went to uh, the last one. It was awesome. And I highly suggest you uh, you go as well. So what else? Ah, yes. Voicemail. You can call at 917-720-7304. And sure enough, got a voicemail. Hi, uh, I just wanted to say what a great show you have. And uh, I'm a male sub, and I've been with my mistress for about two and a half years. Um, we've been in a monogamous, committed relationship, and I love listening to your show. I usually work the midnight shift, and I will just sit there with my iPod and listen to your amazing podcast, usually throughout the night. And uh, I was just wondering on a few topics that I haven't really heard discussed is that because I've been in a relationship, you know, SM 24-hour total power control uh, for about two and a half years now, and I never really hear that discussed. And um, from my understanding, you're in a relationship somewhat similar, but, you know, it's more it's more like you incorporate it in your lifestyle. So I was just wondering if maybe you could do a show or bring up the topic, um, how pe- how couples... It's more of a it can, it can be a couple thing too, not just a you know fetish or something like that. Um, again, great great show, love listening to it, and keep doing what you do. Thank you. Bye. First of all, thank you so much for the voicemail. That's a great suggestion, actually. Hopefully, we'll have more couples on soon, and uh, Saad and I can sit and shoot the breeze with them. That would be that would be a lot of fun. But see, that's how easy it is to leave a suggestion. Is just to dial nine one seven seven two zero seven three zero four and. This also proves that there is another, there is someone listening. See, that that's proof right there. Uh, this episode, there are two two mini one big and one mini ep, uh, interview. The first one is uh, there's a lot of a lot of people have had good comments about uh, the last time I talked to my friend uh, Evermore about uh, chat roulette, and uh, so I actually I had more co- uh, questions about about chat roulette with with evermore so here's here's that conversation um, most of these guys are probably j- just as interested in you watching them jerk off as they yeah. are watching you oh yeah how much how many of them got to see the goods i give tits every once in a while <laughs> well, is I it mean, just a flash or is it just a is it a hey here's my tit no it's a flash yeah i don't give them the tits to jerk off to 
but I give them I give them a look see because that would be weird because I can <laughs> because maybe they have technique that I can appreciate or something what does that mean a technique <laughs> that you can appreciate well you know every once in a while they're like really rude and really crass they're just like show me your tits and I'm like no but every once in a while they're like oh and they stop wanking to talk for a little while <laughs> or for so they're you polite know. <laughs> they are they're much more polite <laughs> They stop wanking to talk for a little bit. Oh, that's it. You know what the weird part? No, here's the weird part. If this happened in a New York City subway car, you would not be acting. You wouldn't be like, I'm going to... I would beat I'm gonna, the shit out of somebody. I'm, I'm going to... But hold on. Before we run away from this homeless person who's jerking off, I want to admire his technique first. Before I give him a dollar. Maybe I'll find my Are you sure I wouldn't... Are you sure I wouldn't give a quick assessment even if it was live? I don't know. I have no idea. How many people? How many? How many people on the subway have you seen jerking off? Well, they're usually, um, I think, maybe three wow. in my fourteen years of living here. And I've been many, here for fourteen years. Have you been assessing their technique? I knew exactly what they were doing, and I only moved away once. And what is a good technique? How is? I mean, I don't it's understand. Not good or bad? It's just. I have no idea what what, what a technique. <laughs> How many techniques can there possibly be? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's why I don't know. Well, I mean, there's got, there's got to be infinite. There's got to be infinite. There can't be... Well, maybe small... Like, maybe, you know, if he's upper class, he has his pinky up or something. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> they, he read sex manners for, for boys <laughs> yes, and men. Yes. <laughs> yeah, useful. <laughs> more with her uh, in the future we're going to talk about her experiences in the boondocks looking for kink uh, but also now, th- now for the big interview uh, a few months ago I had a, an email from someone who listens to the podcast and she said she'd love to be interviewed she was going to be coming to New York uh, and she wasn't comfortable doing it over Skype so uh, so she, she was happened to be in New York City and she stopped by our studios and we had a pretty good uh, conversation talking about what uh, what kink in college is like so here's that conversation what made you decide, I want to get in front of a microphone and have, you know, a few thousand kinky people yeah. hear my story? Was there any... Well, because I don't have enough of an audience at home, I guess. Like, I mean, my form spring was was really fun, but I got, I got a decent amount of criticism for it. And like, even, you know, and it wasn't a dialogue, you know, like I wasn't, like everything was anonymous and I couldn't actually tell, you know, like who was interested and like if anyone really wanted to know this, you know, besides the one person who asked it yeah. and stuff like that. And I can talk about, you know, my sex life for hours and hours and hours, but, you know, most of my friends get pretty grossed out after a while. Well, we should say that what Formspring is, is it's a, it's a website where people can ask you questions and it can yeah. be totally anonymous. Right. So people can ask you anything. They can ask you any questions, but it's always, it's always one-sided. Someone right. asks a question, you respond and that's... Yeah. kind of how it works it's right. very um it's almost like uh it's it's almost like uh comments on a blog except you leave out the blog part yeah. and you just have the comments right right yeah and so i was like i was very excited that that people you know did appear to be curious and that they did want to know but it's still like it was so limited and like people you know weren't asking all the questions that i was willing to answer really so they were they were they weren't asking you detailed enough questions well I, it, I mean it kind of depended like like sometimes you know they would ask about very specific people and it, and like occasionally i'd be comfortable answering but then it was like well what are they gonna think you know if they 
they read this and they you know and they know that I'm like talking about you know them by name and stuff like that. Sometimes I would just ask myself questions anonymously because they weren't asking you the yeah. question. You're doing it wrong, people. Yeah. Here's how you. Well, ask I don't know. Sometimes I would just like have like a funny answer that I thought of, like you know, oh, or, I mean, I would just kind of wonder, like, oh, I wonder if anyone's going to ask me about this. But this was your your real name, so everyone. Everyone knew it was you. This was not an anonymous yeah. on your end. Yeah, and I was hyping it on like my Facebook like every day, like yeah. when I, you know, just when I was bored and I wasn't having any questions, I would just, you know, keep so, kinky questions coming. <laughs> but, but it started. This is how you kind of came out to your friends. Is this is how they found out you were kinky in the first place? Well, no, my friends. I don't know. My like my my friends already knew that I was like like a sexual deviant and stuff like that. And I probably have like mentioned a couple of times like, oh, me and my boyfriend are doing, you know, some new things, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. so it was really more of like random people that I never talked to finding out that I was kinky. Mm -hmm. Just and, and because it's such a small campus, like, you know, I don't know, I guess, I guess a decent, you know, maybe more than half like read it or, uh -huh. or at least, or like, even if they didn't read it, like, you know, it'd be like, Hey, did you know that Grace's form spring is yeah. like hella explicit, you know? Yeah. And so, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't think my friends really like cared or like were bothered by it, but sometimes they would be like, are, do you really, you know, want everyone to read this? And I'm like, <laughs> sure. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Sure. You know? But what about your family? Did your family know about this too? No, family. Okay. My, like my brother is also on Facebook and so um but he thought that Formspring was really stupid. Like I thought that Formspring was really stupid too. I just kind of started it as a joke because my best friend started one and I'm like this is so this is so dumb and he's like just get it. I bet it'll be fun and we'll do it together, you yeah. know. And then so they started asking like him like a bunch of silly questions and they asked me like like three silly random questions and then I got like, you know, are you bi? And I was like, yes. And then it just kind of like escalated from there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and to the point where it was like, you know, very much like exclusively sexual questions. So it started out, are you bi? And then that sort of opened the floodgates. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like, are you bi? And then like anal, no. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, yeah, and then on and on and on. All of a sudden, everybody on campus, you said you went to a small school, everyone yeah. on campus knows you're this kinky person. Yeah. Did, the, did it change how they interacted with you one-on-one? -on -one? Not really. I I mean, because mostly, like, the way that people that I didn't know reacted to it was positively. They're like, your form spring is so entertaining, mm -hmm. basically. You know, and so, like, because, I mean... I don't know. It, it's also like I went to a very weird school where there were like tons of sexual deviance and and where, you know, it's because it's so small, like every crazy sexy story gets spread all over campus, yeah. you know. And so like people people have heard weirder shit than the stuff that I Joe was saying. Joe fucked a grapefruit last Yeah, week. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, it wasn't really that big a deal that, you know, I was just like, you know, pretty submissive and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and so mostly like most of the of the feedback was positive but then and then it was just kind of funny because i would like hear you know from like a friend of a friend like oh i was talking to this person and they said you should really check out like these photos of of like shibari bondage and blah blah, blah. and i'm like what how does she know that i'm oh <laughs> and so that yeah that happened a lot but um i would imagine if there were a lot of guys on campus who knew this about you yeah they would make assumptions and they would say, well, I know exactly how I can get her in bed. I can just claim to be kinky myself, <laughs> you know, or, or say, you know, I'm into this too, or this is what I want to do. 
Did you have a lot of guys who were trying to like take advantage of knowing this about you? I order- wish, man. Yeah. No, this, uh, last year was a dry year for me. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, it was pretty. It was pretty sad. I mean, that's probably. I don't know if like if the form spring, like kind of contributed to that or not. But uh, like also, my school has like a very a very high female to male ratio, and then there are like plenty of gay guys, not a lot of gay chicks. And so, like, and then lots of, like, really, like, gross, weird, nerdy guys that, you know, are great people, but not people that I want to fuck. Yeah. And so, you know, it was kind of, it was, like, really slim pickings, and the form spring didn't really, like, aid it in any way, except <laughs> right. except for, for the one guy that, that sought me out. So there's one guy who did see- seek you out by Yeah, this. and that guy, that guy was, like, originally, like like a one night stand two weeks into my freshman year. Like we just kind of like hooked up and like had sex, like in a tent. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then the next day I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to my dorm, you know? And he was like, all right. And, and that, and that was it, you know, and we were on very good terms. And then he started, um, like seriously dating this girl for a long time. And I really just, you know, I just never like talked to him. Maybe we were just, you know, cause I didn't want to fuck up like the one, you know, one night stand that didn't lead to like everyone finding out and everyone making fun of me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and, and then, yeah. And he had a form spring too. And he, and so he was reading mine and then he just, um, he contacted me on Facebook chat and was like, you know, hey, I've been reading this. It's really cool, you know. And he was like, I'm kinky too. And I and I remember, like when, when we did hook up, it wasn't. It was like pretty vanilla. Like the only thing, like I remember him asking, like, hey, you're not into anal, are you? And I was like, oh no, I don't want to do that. And mm-hmm. he was like, well, you know, I noticed that you are into pain, and yeah. but he still like he didn't really. I mean, there was probably like a little bit of spanking, but it wasn't really like that that serious. Um, and so, and so, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really know that he was that kinky. And we just kind of started like talking more and more about like what he likes and what I like. And, you know, and it wasn't like, it wasn't cyber sex, but it was flirtatious yeah. um, for a while. And then, and then he, um, he posted um, a question that like he, you know, wasn't anonymous. It was from him that said like, you know, I never see you not wearing denim or plaid. In fact, I challenge you to one week with no denim or plaid. And I was like, oh yeah, I can totally do it. Just let me, you know, do some laundry. And like, it didn't, it didn't even like occur to me until, until like, like towards like the very end of the week that like, that was kind of like, like a a little like dom game that he was playing with me that it was like this rule that I had to follow you know and I was like obeying him and then and then every day like he would like have to like walk up very close to me and like feel my clothes to see Mm. if they were denim or not and stuff like that and um and so and so it was during that that week that um he was talking to me and he was like I have uh, a really bad headache and I was like oh well I have some ibuprofen if you want it and um, and he was like, okay, we'll come up and give it to me. Cause the thing is, is I lived, I lived on lower campus and he lived on upper campus, which is up like a steep one mile hill. Mm-hmm. And it was like kind of, I think it was raining at the time. And I was like, no, like there's no way I'm going to walk up there. Yeah. And he said, well, what if I slap you? And I was like, well, that would be great, but I'm still not going to walk <laughs> up there. And he was like, well, what if I choke you? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it would like, you know, some punishment would be really great, but I'm not going to walk up that fucking hill, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and so 
he was like, okay, fine, fine. And then like, like 20 minutes later, he, he called my room and he was like, Hey, I found a ride down to lower. Can I come pick up that ibuprofen? And I was like, Oh yeah, sure. You know? And I kind of like, when I was waiting for him, I really didn't think that he was like serious when he was like, when he was saying that, but then he like comes to the door and he like, and he takes off his jacket and I like give him the ibuprofen and he takes it. Um, and then he's just like, so, and, <laughs> and I'm like, so what? And he's like, well, what, what should we do? How should we do this? I've never really done something like this before. I kind of feel a little bit like a prostitute. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've never really done anything like this before either. I mean, I guess, you know, if you want to, you can just, just do it now and then leave before it gets weird. And yeah. he was, and he was like, well, I guess we could just like start out with the choking and then I could slide and like as he's talking to me he just like grabs my throat and yeah. like pins me up against the wall and he's just kind of like like breathing all over me and and then he like he like kind of like steps back and slaps me and then I'm just kind of like I just kind of like gasp and then he just kind of like does the same little like hey and then he's like so where do I put my jacket and I'm like oh uh it's here and, then, and um and and yeah, and he just he just uh, put his jacket back on and left, and I was like, I was you know incredibly f- like flustered and just I don't know, my mind was blown because he did you know he did have a girlfriend, and so and so I really didn't know what it meant, and I was you know and I was pretty I don't know I like <laughs> couldn't stop thinking about it basically yeah. because you know nothing like that had ever happened to me before, um, yeah, and so then he came back um, a couple days later and you know i don't have a headache now but i would but you know what else do you have to offer me and i'm just like well on my desk i have like some ballpoint pens and some q-tips and like some leftover easter candy and blah blah blah. and he's like okay candy sounds good Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like what do you want and i'm like oh like a spanking (laughs) um and and he was like okay and so and 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 he like took a candy and he didn't um I don't know. He didn't he didn't say very much. He was just like, "Well, can you put some music on so that, you know, people like can't hear us?" And so mm-hmm. I put on like like Beethoven or something. <laughs> and and then and then he just oh god. He 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 um he bent me over and like I thought that it was just going to be like over my clothes, but then like really early on, he just like pulled me back and just like ripped off my dress and then and like, and I was still wearing, like, tights and panties, and he was, like, spanking me over that, and then eventually he just, like, pulled those down, too, and he, like, took me over his knee and spanked me, and just, like, all this, uh, all this stuff, and then... <laughs> You're reliving it right now, you're like, do you want me to leave? Do you want me to give you a moment? No? Um, and, um... Yeah, and then, and then, you know, and then, like, I guess after, like, five minutes or something, he's like, I guess I think that's one candy's worth. (laughs) So this became an ongoing thing? I wish. That's the thing is that, you know, after that, I thought it would be because they were only two days apart. But then, um, but then I was, like, I was talking to him more and he, and I don't know, there was, there's, like, about a week where, like, where every day we would be talking online and like either like me or he would like sort of, you know, allude to him coming and he would be like, well, it's very tempting, but you know, I can't now, or like, it's too risky because, you know, she's in the dorm or like blah, 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 you know? And, and he just kept like voicing his concerns about, about being like found out and which, you know, which I totally understood, but at the time, same time it was very disappointing and he never would like, 
like just say no, I'm not gonna do it. He would say like maybe, yeah. you know. And so then there would just it was be, a spank tease. Yeah, he totally was. And so there, yeah, there would be like this hour long period where I would be just like sitting there, like, and I would already have like Beethoven playing, and, yeah. and I would just be like waiting, you know, to see if he was gonna like show up or not. And then and then he never would. Um, and and so and that like and then I just kind of thought like that he was really just fucking with me because we talked about how like he is kind of a power addict and he likes you know like manipulating girls and stuff like that and really nice guy yeah no awesome <laughs> awesome guy perfect and, guy for you to focus your affection on um and and so you know and in talking about that like eventually he started you know he um alluding to like other girls that he was doing other things with. And there were girls that he was like fucking and there were girls that he was, you know, just making out with and blah, blah, blah. And so he really was kind of like serial cheating on his girlfriend because like he got off to that. <laughs> and um, and so that's when I realized that, you know, that like I wasn't special. Like mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, his like secret sub that he, you know, sought out to yeah. have this like, you know, crazy affair. You know, I was just like one of like many girls that he was like exercising his power on. Mm -hmm. And that and like you know and that was like a little sad but also i mean it was kind of, it was just it was also just really good to know i guess so that like because after that point i just stopped getting as caught up on it and like and after he had teased me so many times i just stopped expecting that yeah. he would ever come back yeah right um but then but then a couple weeks later um we both went to see like this drama performance that his his girlfriend was in one of the performances and um afterwards we were both walking um to the dorm but his girlfriend was still like getting like changed out of her costume and like talking to her parents about what a good job she did or whatever and um and so like we're, we're when we were like pretty like far away from each other for most of the walk down but then as we both like get closer to the dorm he's like so what did you think of the play and we're like you know chatting and um we're going up the stairwell and then like as we're like at the little little hallway where I would go one way to my room and he would go one way to his girlfriend's room, he says, Do you need help with anything? And I turn around and I and I say, What? And he says, Do you need help with anything? And I say, Oh yeah. <laughs> and and so and and so he follows me me back to my room and 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 spanks me more. And this time this time he didn't he didn't like undress me as much. Like, also because I was wearing like a little skirt so he could just like flip it up and um but but yeah, but then but then he like spanked me a whole bunch and was like like nibbling on my ear and stuff and and he said, you know, I'll like I'll see you later as he left, mm -hmm. but but then that was like the last time that that anything really happened. It sounds like what many psychological professionals would call somewhat of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe, I mean, but of? but I but I already knew that in the beginning, right, you know, like, I mean, like, I didn't think he was an asshole when we hooked up in freshman year, but, you know, but then just like for, and so for like the large gap when we weren't really talking and he was just dating this girl, I just kind of thought he was like, just like a horn dog because he was, he was sleeping with like tons of girls before he started dating her. Yeah. He would just like fuck a new girl, you know, every week. And then he started like dating her, who is also like a highly sexual person. So it made total sense that sure. they would be together. Um, and so, but then, like, in, in talking to him, like, when he started, like, chatting with me, like, it became, like, very apparent that he was an asshole and yeah. that he was a power addict yeah. and that, you know, and that he loves, like... There's a fine line, we should say, that, 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 can, be, that can be an attractive quality, that whole, you know, the, the power dynamic can yeah. be very... But used in the wrong way. Yeah. Right? I mean, but I should say, it sounds like, all in all, it was a fairly 
since you weren't, especially later on, since you didn't have um, false ideas or false hopes about what it was, yeah. it wasn't a to- it wasn't a horrible experience for you, no. right? Yeah, and and we still we still talk all the time now, you know, and it's the same like like I don't know, very erotic, but not not cybering, like as like as as explicit and sexy as it can get without being cyber yeah. sex is is most of our conversation. First off, this episode is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Enter EFCast upon checkout to get twenty percent off your order. EdenFantasies.com. Uh, this kind of goes back to the Genesis questions. How did you first realize that you were you were kinky? Yeah. Okay. So that, like as I said, was a very gradual process because I am a switch, and so it took me you know a long time to realize that I was both submissive and dominant, mm-hmm. and you know, and exactly how I liked it because it is kind of a very particular flavor in the spectrum, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so. Like, I think I knew I was a sexual deviant when I was, like, nine, and I just kind of, like, embraced, like, I think it would make most sense if I was bisexual, like, I don't really see, you know, why you would just rule out another gender, and then, like, once I hit puberty, like, I confirmed that I was bisexual, and that I was just kind of, like, such a highly sexual person, like, I was just more open in talking about it, and I was more promiscuous than most of my peers, and so, um... And so in high school, like, I did kind of start to, like, catch shit just for being promiscuous. Like, I, wa- I really wasn't kinky, but, you know, but people thought because, like, I was, like, kind of slutty that I would be willing to do, like, all these kinky things. Mm-hmm. And they would kind of joke about it, and I would just laugh, but, you know, but know that it wasn't really that true. But I can't, but I, you know, I became kind of, like, like a little unofficial activist, like, for sexual freedom <laughs> at that point. Because, you know, because I would just kind of, like, try to, you know, argue with people who who were would be, like, really rude to me. I would, you know, just say, like, there's nothing actually wrong with being promiscuous. No yeah. one's getting hurt, you know. And I'm, I'm really just enjoying myself and so are they. And, um, and all this stuff. And then the... The second person that I ever had sex with, he was, like, he was very very dominant and he wouldn't even do like I don't know like extremely kinky things like he spanked me a little bit um but it was it was mostly just just an attitude Mm -hmm. you know and and like and like pinning me down and throwing me around and stuff like that and he he would um he was very big on saying something that was like extremely flattering and sweet and something extremely demeaning immediately afterwards like you have a beautiful body i love every inch of it now get on your knees you know and stuff like that and and i really and i really loved it and um but but then yeah that was like but that was another one night stand and for like for almost a year afterwards i was just you know i was hooking up with various people and like i was in a relationship for a little while and i you know and it was all pretty vanilla and like I wanted to get spanked but I didn't know like how to ask for it or I was like too timid really to like to ask about it and then um and so the following summer I I was taking this guy's virginity and it was taking him um a really really long time to come and I was like really like sweaty and tired and I just wanted him to finish and I was on top of him and I said like fucking come already and he said hey isn't that your job and I slapped him across the face after he said that and he said oh that'll do it choke me and I was like okay great you know and and you know and when I was doing it 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 didn't really like occur to me as something that like I wanted just as something like I would be willing to do to yeah. get a guy off you know and he was like spanking me some too you know and it, and it was just kind of fun and I didn't really think very much of it um until like um until freshman year the first guy I hooked up 
with um, my freshman year of college was like extremely dominant and kinky and he like spanked me without asking and choked me without asking mm-hmm. and like slapped me like so hard like I was seeing stars and mm-hmm. stuff like that and he would let me ch- like choke him and slap him too you know and that and so that's when I realized like that's how I want to get fucked like I want to have someone who is extremely dominant but gives me the freedom to fight back have you found it difficult to find someone who is willing to let you be open to all possibilities yeah absolutely like the guy the first guy that i dated um in college he like i told him you know i like to get spanked and he like would barely do it and he like he he just said that he really he really didn't really want to and so um but he said that it would be okay if i hit him and he but he never hit me in the face like Mm -hmm. i would just hit him in the face you know occasionally because i knew that he really wasn't into it he was just willing um, well, there's, first off, there's a, for a lot of guys, slapping or hurting another a woman is something that you are born with, you know, and it, it is part of your genetic code. Almost. Yeah, sure. You do not hurt women. Yeah. Right? Um, I know even for me, if I'm at a play party or something like that, and if I see, you know, a woman being hurt, yeah. I... It is takes every ounce of my being not to go and beat the shit out of the person who's right. hurting her, even right. though she wants it. You yeah. Know, even though she wants it. So... I remember, uh, this was years ago, I was just having sex with someone and um, and she said uh, she wanted me to spank her. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like acted like I didn't hear her. You know? Yeah. Like, and so when I did it, then I, I when I realized how much it, she got off on it, yeah. while, we, you know, while we were having sex, I was like, okay, I can, I can do this, you know? Yeah. But I know it wasn't nearly as hard as she would have wanted. But right. at the same time, that's why I'm submissive. That's why yeah. I'm not... <laughs> That's why I'm not a sadist. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so I, th- I really think that he was just, he was just like a, a submissive, if anything, mm-hmm. person, you know. And we and that relationship like didn't last very long. And I started dating a guy very seriously right afterwards. Who like the first time I had sex with him, I did slap him once, like at the very end, and um, and he didn't really ask about it until afterwards. He was like, "Well, what was that about?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I just do that." <laughs> and yeah. and he said, "Oh okay, you know that that's cool." And I was like, "Okay, great." It's the know, way like, of my people. Yeah, <laughs> and and um, and so like shortly after that, like I I like asked him to spank me, and and that was the first time that like that I was spanked like not while fucking like I he like he would just like lie me down on this bed and and, and spank me and he and he would whip me with a belt sometimes too and he would hit me um and I would hit him back but then like a month into our relationship he said you know I'm I need you to stop slapping me and you know I and I just didn't understand I was like wh- why I thought you because he said like it was you know he, he said it was exciting and he said it was cool you know at in the beginning and he was like yeah you know at the beginning it it was exciting like a cool new thing but really now it just hurts yeah. <laughs> and and I was just so disappointed it was like really like I really can't and he's like no it's just it just stop it it hurts too much and he really you know like so he was like a dominant guy but he was a pain wimp pretty yeah. much and so. Like, you know, and I kept dating him for a while because he was, like, so rough with me. And I liked it. And, like, on very, very rare occasions, he would say, I want you to hit me. But that's why, I mean, that's why I know a lot of people who switch. Well, not just switch, but a lot of people who are kinky in general. Yeah. They will find multiple people for multiple aspects of their kink. Yeah. You know, they'll find, okay, this this one person is really good at either giving or receiving spanking. This person is really good at bondage. This person uh-huh. is really... Um, this is why there's a lot of people... You know, who look for multiple people. Right. You know, um, 
But it almost sounds like you're you're kind of hoping to find one person. Yeah, I totally am. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if it'll if it'll totally happen. I mean, I don't know. I like I'm, I'm sure you've noticed these garish hickeys that I have on my neck. Um, I, was, I <laughs> wasn't going to mention them, but you do have some pretty large. Yeah, I thought maybe you got in a fight with a curling iron or something like that. <laughs> no, these. Okay, so this is like my my most most recent, obviously, uh, success. Is there is um. This guy, cause I've I've been I've been um, online dating. I've been like on OkCupid, and he's a guy that was from my college that I wasn't really I never really talked to at school. Like we, you know, we're on friendly terms, but we didn't really know each other. Um, but but then like we found each other's OkCupids, and we started you know chatting online about bondage all the time. And then like at one one night he was like he was really drunk and talking to me and he was kind of already in like confession mode and being like I have such a crush on you know this one girl and blah blah and so you know I was like well you know while while you're being so drunk and open like I'll I'll just ask you like do you want to play when I come visit in New, New York mm-hmm. um and and he was like mm, you know I'm very interested but I don't know because I don't have like very casual affairs and mm-hmm. especially especially like kinky stuff like if i'm going you know to be that rough with someone like there needs to be like a lot of compassion and care involved or else it really fucks me up and so and so i kind of understood that but um but then in talking to him more i realized that you know his his relationship with sex and kink is extremely complex um but but i was you know i was willing to like you know find out more because you know i wanted him and mm-hmm. so and so we just ended up like, you know, talking a lot, a lot, you know, and I opened up a lot about, you know, my life so that he would, you know, get to know me and so that it, so that it wasn't really, you know, a casual thing, even though it was an open thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I like I was also you know open about the other people that I was like randomly hooking up with in the past few weeks um, and stuff like that. But but yeah, but he really it was important to him that there was like an, an actual deep connection involved in like real, you know, passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but you know, but which was great. Like we've been having, you know, like really like freaky phone sex all week, <laughs> we would, which was, which was pretty awesome. And then, and then yesterday, like it finally, you know, all that build up, like actually like got, got released. And it turns out that I was kind of slapping him a little too hard, but, um, but I just had to, to lighten up a little. <laughs> so, do you find how old are you? Nineteen. I'm nineteen. So, I've always I've always heard from friends of mine who are of all ages, mm-hmm. whether they're on OkCupid, whether they're on FetLife or Alt or whatever. I've always heard that they have a huge influx of just general emails from guys who are usually full of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, "Oh, I'm totally dominant," or yeah, or whatever. Um, how do you identify which ones are really dominant the, the way that you want and are yeah. just full of shit and they're just saying this because they want to, they want to have sex? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really experienced, um, I guess it's because I've only met three people from OkCupid. Like I just got an account two months ago mm-hmm. or yeah. And it took me like a month, um, to actually like meet the first person because I was very, very hesitant about it. Um, and then the first person I met, like we didn't do anything. We just like hung out and like talked. And then eventually he was like, yeah, we should probably just be buddies. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, and I haven't actually talked to him since, but yeah. it doesn't matter. And then, um, and then like the second guy hadn't done anything that kinky, but he was incredibly curious. And so, you know, we talked a lot about, about what, 
he was curious about um and like and so and then like we did hook up a little bit you know and I did slap him and he liked it and he like spanked me a little but um but then on like our our second uh date we watched secretary together which was my idea and and like through the course of the movie I realized that like I mean because you know in secretary there's there's Edward you know who's who's like extremely dominant and then there's Peter who's like just very you know kind of nervous and not even submissive he just doesn't just you know totally (laughs) totally out of it and you know and I like through the course of the movie I just realized that like he really is just like a more submissive and passive and just kind of like flaky person you know because he like he was really into me but it was just in this way that he could have been like my little puppy dog basically you know and I and I really didn't want that and then (sighs) fucking third guy like I'm still um like I'm still sort of sort of dating him. It's not it's not very serious and he like I realized on our first date that like he was the one person who I talked to on OkCupid who really hadn't mentioned sex at all. Like we were just talking about like art and you know and other things um and you know and so like when like we went on our first date like I sort of like casually like mentioned something about porn and that's when like it struck me like he doesn't really know you know anything yeah. like even though there are like all these other guys that I'm chatting to online that are asking me like tons of questions about what I like and don't like um and so and so like on our first date like he didn't even kiss me because he was just he's just a very like shy and timid person and then like eventually it's come to realize that he he's just he has like an extremely low sex drive in general and then he's also just like not dominant at all really but he's like so cute <laughs> and so i just can't <laughs> i can't give up you know and like i've like well, sometimes I've, it takes in for some interesting thing with women for some people they may appear on the surface to have a low sex drive yeah they just need to be inspired Right. Takes a well, yeah. I mean, he's he's said, you know, out like outright, like I do have a very low sex drive, and I can't really explain it. Um, and but he's also said, like, but I want to change that. Like, I really do want to get like less timid and less blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm really like I'm willing to work with you as long as you're comfortable with the fact that I'm very aggressive and like freaky. Yeah. <laughs> and and he was like, oh, okay, you know. But so, and so I've been like very open about, you know, about what I want. I'm like, yeah, I did this guy that wouldn't let me slap him anymore. And that was really sad. And, you know, all these things. And he's, he's just really like, I don't know, not taking any of that information in. But, um, but we've learned that he likes to be choked. So that's a start. And then, like, I asked him once, like, what's the kinkiest thing you've ever done? And he said, you know, I let two people tie me up and put out cigarettes on my chest. And, and that's something yeah and and you know and so he has like the burn marks and stuff like that and I, and I was like oh you know so that's cool like you know you're not a pain wimp that's great you know and he, but he said like I really didn't get off to it it was just kind of, like it wasn't in an erotic context that I did that it was just kind of like an experiment of how much pain yeah. I could tolerate and I didn't you know keep doing it like Partly because, you know, I didn't get much from it and mostly because it left marks. Yeah. Um, and so I'm still kind of like trying to like wrap my head around that, that he would do that. Well, but, but some guys, and again, just some people in general, just because they might not resp- respond well to slapping. Yeah. Doesn't mean they might not be into something completely. Yeah. But it sounds like slapping is one of your core 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he he has he he is actually he like started to let me slap him, but he's like, but he said, you know, but that's not going to get me off. But you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about hurting me too hard, you know, which which is cool. But I still, he just doesn't know what he's into at all. He's yeah. just so clueless, you know, because when I first asked, like, you know, well, what really turns you on? And he said, boobs. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, so, like, when you when you watch porn, like, what kind of stuff, you know, do you look for? And he's like, lesbians. Because <laughs> there's more boobs. Yeah, exactly. That's why. And so, and so that's kind of, you know, all he's really offered to me is that he likes boobs and lesbians. And But it could be that he's just, he wants to tell you. But he is just too nervous. Maybe it's something very specific that he's he thinks it's going to be too extreme for you, or you know, maybe he likes strap on, or maybe he yeah. likes something that is he thinks is going to scare the shit out of yeah. you. Well, yeah. Well, no, I know, I know, he's not into pegging because he mentioned once that an ex girlfriend had had suggested that, and it was a definite no. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we, you want to answer some forms questions actually while we're oh sure Why not? I gotta log in at forms But um, so I, you know, I've opened up forms ring so that people can ask. I don't know, if maybe you have asked questions. I, I asked Ring's you what your felt life name was oh, so okay, that I could okay. add you as a friend. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you, do you almost always try to just date kinky people, or do you try to convert people? If you're really attracted to someone, will you try to, even if they're not necessarily kinky, yeah. try to convert them? But it sounds like you already yeah, are. Yeah, I already, like, yeah. This I, guy's have, really I have cute. this whole game plan <laughs> because, because I do like him. I mean, my game plan for him, like, really, because he, like, I, you know, because when I realized that he liked choking, well, I said, you know, do, do you really like the choking or do you just tolerate it? And he was like, I actually do kind of like it. And so I said, okay, well, that, you know, makes me wonder, like, if there is, like, a mostly submissive side to you and he immediately said like yeah <laughs> and um and not really you know into getting off the pain way just in the fact that he doesn't know how to be dominant and he's like more than happy to have you know a girl call all the shots sure basically um Who wouldn't love that well <laughs> um and so you know and like i do like want a more dominant person but i'm kind of like my game plan right now is to be like pretty dominant and, you know, and as, like, ex- experimental as I can be until, like, you know, we find something that actually does, like, really, like, get him going and so that he actually will have, like, a higher sex drive. And so eventually we can, like, get to be, like, equals. Uh, are there any kinky uh, kinky things that you know you would really love but you haven't tried it yet? Um, hmm. I, I really want to get hit with a risotto spoon you know what that is it's like there's there's um because there i don't know i've i've heard like all masochist things about people like the first time i masturbated i tied myself up and stuff like that and i've i've done so little like masturbatory bdsm because i just it just doesn't work you Mm -hmm. know it's like tickling yourself right and so um but then i like there's this one like spoon in my kitchen that you know it's not really a real spoon because it's not actually curved It, it it is like flat and it kind of like you know, and it's like a paddle, but it has like this hole in the I'm middle. Have to Google what it, it, a risotto it, spoon looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, you should. I mean, some of them, some of them are more curved, and the one that's in my kitchen is is like flat. And okay. Yeah. Do you see it? Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and so I like I remember like I asked my mother like you know what what's like the name for this, and she's like I don't know. It's just a kind of special wooden spoon. It's for like stirring and and she as opposed to those spoons that are for yeah. archery. <laughs> um and. 
And, you know, and I kind of like wish that like I hadn't asked her about it because now I feel like if I steal it, she'll know that I took it and that it didn't just disappear. <laughs> and um, $4. You can get them for $4. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I should. Um, but I really, I really like that one. And, and so, yeah, so that's the only like masturbatory BDSM that I have done is I've hit myself with that and that does feel good. Hmm. Thank you very much for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Ta-da. Was it easy <laughs> as you thought it would be or harder? Or? No, it was totally easy. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you again to the listener who stopped by. I don't. I never asked her if it was okay to use her name, so I'll just call her the listener who stopped by. Thanks also to Eden Fantasies for sponsoring this episode. Visit EdenFantasies.com to browse their extensive collection of personal toys, bondage gear, sexual health products, and more. Also, you'll find product reviews from orgasm seekers just like yourself. Take a look at their free sex-positive magazine, Sexes Magazine, for stories, advice from your favorite sex bloggers, many who have been featured on the Massacast. Enter EF Castapon checkout to get 20% off your order. And don't forget, you can share your experiences in their forums and many other areas on EdenFantasies.com. Another episode in a couple weeks. Thank you again. Oh, oh, also, I should forgot to mention, there's the Massacast now has a profile page on FetLife. So you can just type in Massacast and there's a profile page for the Massacast. So you can friend the Massacast. We can be friends. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.